Electric Babes. I am so happy to be back. I am glad you are here. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to start with a little life update and then move into some holiday tips. So if you are not interested in a life update, you can go ahead and skip to about minute 14 and jump right into those holiday tips. As you know, I love it when you support me on Instagram. You can follow me. I am at Blondie underscore VFG. And of course, the podcast page at The Bariatric Breakdown. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for being here. Hey, welcome back. So this episode is going to be a little different um, in terms of format. I'm going to start with a bit of a life update. Just me being raw, speaking about what's been going on in my life. It has been tough. Um, And then I'm going to go through a few holiday hacks, as I'm calling them, and just to prepare for the holidays that are upon us. Um, I'll just start off by saying thank you for being here and thank you for your support. Um, Just the fact that anybody tunes in is really amazing to me. Um, One of the things that this was one of the most unexpected things of this year. Uh, I've wanted to start a podcast for a long time and I just jumped into it this year. And like I've said before, I am still learning. I'm still working, trying to get better. And so I thank you for sticking by me while I am doing that. So the last the last month or so, I have just felt um, kind of trampled on, and I don't want this to be such a downer, you know, but this is also real life, and I love Instagram. I talk about it all the time. That is where I have found my community. That's where I've made friends. That's where I have met my listeners. I mean, I'm assuming most people have found me through Instagram because that's the only kind of, you know, advertising that I do. Um, on a side note, if you have found me another way, please reach out on Instagram and tell me how because I am super interested in that. But Instagram is as much as I try to be real and raw. I don't want to be a downer. And so when I'm having a hard time, I just choose not to post or to post after the fact. We all know that Instagram is a highlight reel. And it can be such, uh, it can be a struggle sometimes for me included. I mean, I know I'm not the only one that feels that way that, you know, you look at other people's lives and we're specifically, I'm not even talking about regular Instagram. I'm just talking about weight loss Instagrams where, you know, everybody is posting their non-scale victories, their weight loss, their, you know, coaches, their new best friends. And and it can be hard because I think we compare ourselves to others and it's still a highlight reel. That's the point there. We're still showing the best parts of post-op life. And I know There are so many amazing ladies and guys who are being real and raw and showing the good, the bad, and the ugly because that's what it is. It's not like we have this surgery and we lose weight and everything is perfect. I'm I'm the first one to admit that. I am so much happier. I feel so much better about myself. I am doing new things. I'm trying new things. I'm meeting new people. And I love all of that. But life still is hard sometimes. And and so 
I, I would say these last couple months have been probably the hardest months that I have had since having surgery. Um, I do have a high stress job and I am used to working at a high level of stress, but I like my life outside of work to be calm <laughs> for that reason, because I can't control what happens at work. And so everything all of a sudden just started spinning out of control. And um, it started at the end of October and um, I went through a great loss and my heart shattered into a million pieces. And it was really, really hard. It was one of the hardest things that's happened in my adult life certainly the hardest thing that's happened since I had surgery. And it was so difficult for me not to fall back into old habits and old patterns. Using food to cope with difficult emotions. And I can admit that I did do that. I went back to what I used to do. And I have pulled myself out of it now. And I have said, we're not doing that anymore. This is not how we cope. We are going to do something new where you're going to forge new paths. But I will say that was one of the hardest things that's happened. And I'm still grieving and it comes in waves. And I have days where I'm fine and everything seems normal and I'm happy. In fact, I mean, and then I have other days where I feel so low and I just want to cry and I just want to stay in bed all day and I have no motivation to do anything. So I'm sharing hard for me. This is very vulnerable for me. I'm sharing this because I want other people to know that if they are, if you're feeling that way, you are not alone. You are not the only person feeling like that, and you are not the only person going through difficult times. And I think especially with the holidays, it can be really hard. And so I, I do want to touch on that, that this year has been hard for a lot of people. The last couple of years have been really hard. A lot of us have gone through a lot. So if you're struggling or you're having a hard time or it just doesn't feel right, just know that you're not alone. And I'm going to talk about some strategies at the end of the episode for how to um, work through that. So that was kind of blow number one. Blow number two is on the way, <laughs> I was driving in the car with Nikki, modern mom, uh, underscore BSG, and we drove together down to retreat. And while we were on our way, I get this text from my landlord. I rent and I get this text from my landlord saying, basically, long story short, her words were, I'm selling the house and I need you to move as soon as possible and in less than 30 days. And so, oh gosh, kidding me. It was like the beginning of November. And I'm like, Okay, so first of all, here I am going out of town for the weekend and so excited to meet all my internet friends and be around all my girls from the bariatric community. And then I'm told, like, you need to get out of your house as soon as you can. <laughs> and so um, 
that was rough. It has since um, changed a little bit. I can now stay until the house sells. And there's a possibility that the new seller may let me stay and keep renting. So, or the new buyer, I don't know if I said that right. But anyway, so that is positive. But at the time I felt like, oh my gosh, like now I don't have any place to live. And that really did put a damper on the weekend. I tried so hard, but all I could think about was how am I going to move? Like Thanksgiving is in a couple weeks. The holidays are here. How am I going to move, pack everything up, continue to work? And so that leads me into the the third thing, which um, involved my job. And I had been told that the end of November, I would be transferring um, positions. And then I found out that that wasn't going to happen. And so it just felt like every area of my life was not going the way I wanted. And that was really hard for me because I like to have things a little more under control than that. And so these were all hard things felt like I just could not catch a break. And so, as I said before, I did not want to fall back into old patterns. And so a few things that I did to cope was, by the way, during this time, I was traveling a lot. I've traveled more at the end of this year than I have in the last couple years. And so that, in a way, helped pull me up and out of things because I had these things planned that I had to do and got to do. And so traveling helped me. It kept me busy. It kind of pulled me up and out. So I actually had something to do. Um, I spent some time with my family and that helped um, literally just getting up and out has, has helped me. The other thing is asking for help. Um, I've needed help and with little things and big things and being able to ask for help is not a sign of weakness. It's, it's knowing that you need it. And I know for me in the past, I may not have asked for help. I would just kind of try to do it all, or I would just shut it down, or I would just wait until the last minute or something like that. And, and that's just not healthy. And so I just want to Remind you that if if you're struggling, ask for help. Whether it's having somebody watch your kids so you can get some stuff done around the house, or get your grocery shopping done, or if it's somebody to clean your house because you don't have time to do it, or doing Instacart and having your groceries delivered. Whatever. I mean, I everybody has different different needs and needs help in different areas, and so. Those are just a few examples that I could think of about a way to ask for help. Okay, thank you for hanging in there with me while we got through that. I should also say, um, also about two weeks ago, I was working early in the morning and I crushed my right index finger in a car door. I slammed it shut with my finger in the door. I literally had to open the car door with my other hand to get my finger out. And it hurt 
so bad. It got super swollen. It bruised immediately. No blood came out. It was just all trapped in the top of my finger. It broke my nail. I had dip on my nails. It broke the dip. <laughs> it hurt so bad. And so this is just this is just how life goes sometimes. And you know what? I'm figuring it out. But let me tell you, it still hurts. It's been a couple weeks. It's still black and blue. It looks disgusting. The doctor had to drill a hole in my fingernail with a cauterizing tool to relieve the pressure and let the blood out. So I now have a hole in my nail and I cannot get my nails done or do anything to my nail until that hole grows out. So we're talking like weeks, you guys. And I like to get my nails done. I like to have my nails look nice. And so <laughs> now I have nine nails. I don't know if that sounds shallow or what it sounds like, but um, I have a hole in my nail. I can't have my nails done until that hole grows out. So this, um, if you look at some of the pictures on my Instagram, I'm either one, hiding it, or two, if you zoom in, you can see that it's actually black and blue. So just in case anybody needed photo proof of that. Okay. Like I said, thank you for sticking with me. That is what my life has looked like. That is why I have not been updating the podcast as regularly as I was before. In all, in all of that, my internet went out. Um, the guys that were working on the house to get it ready to sell threw my internet um, router out a second story window because they thought it was trash. It was like the only thing that wasn't trash. They threw it out, so it didn't work. I didn't have internet for a while. So it's just been, it's been a time, you guys, a time. So, and I know that I'm not the only one who's going through things. And so I know everybody that's listening can understand. So if you have made it this far, now I'm going to get into some holiday hacks. Okay, let's jump right into holiday hacks or tips and tricks, whatever you want to call them. I just picked up a few things through reading, through listening to other podcasts, and um, just my daily life that I wanted to pass along because I think they are important. So one of these, one of these is, I put it in quotes, clean up your life. And I mean that in the way of kind of going through different parts of your life and organizing. And one of the one of these tips is start now. Don't wait until January 1st. This this applies to literally everything in your life. Start now, start today. Do not wait until Monday. Do not wait until January 1st or until the holidays are over or whatever. Jump in now. Let's do it now. Closets. I went through all of my storage containers, like all my stuff, and I just started getting rid of things, organizing. Um, another, so there's the physical, the actual place you live. Doesn't everybody feel better when like their closet's organized, their bed is made, and their car is clean? Like I know for me, I always feel so good when my car is clean, the inside is nice, I have a full tank of gas. Like it's just a nice feeling. And I feel that way about 
my house too. Like I want when everything is organized and cleaned and put away, I just feel better. So one thing about cleaning up is obviously your your physical space. The other thing, how about your phone? Like I have so many photos. Go through and delete photos you don't need or duplicates or move them to folders or just kind of organize things so that it's not cluttered. I know I need to do that. I have so many pictures. I think they all get saved to the cloud anyway. Do I need to have 10,000 pictures on my phone? Probably not. I don't know if you're the same way, but if you are, go through your phone, check out your home screen, get rid of the apps that you're not using. Um, actually, Apple does that for you now. I have noticed that they, they uninstall apps if you don't open it for a certain amount of time. So maybe they are already helping us with that. But, um, And lastly, I think it's important to let go of people or relationships that are bogging you down. If they're not with you and helping you, we don't need them in our life. We don't need to bring them into a fresh new year. And so just as a reminder to you and to me, don't let people take up space if they're not contributing. You know, if they are not helping, if they are not supporting you in your goals, they're a hindrance. So however you quote unquote clean up people or things is up to you. But I think going into a fresh new year, knowing that you are doing what's best for you is always helpful. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on is about a study I read um, about exercise. And I totally got out of my routine in the last couple of months. I was in such a good routine. I was closing my rings on my Apple Watch. I was I was in it to win it, okay? And then I started to feel bad. And I didn't want to exercise. And I didn't want to work out. And I didn't have the energy to do things. And I made the excuse that I legitimately was busy and had other things that I needed to do. And I didn't make time for it. And I didn't feel great. And on top of going through stress and grief, I really didn't feel like doing any kind of exercise. And so I, I don't think that I am a depressed person, but I think I have times where I feel depressed. And the last couple months have been those times. And by the way, let me just say, I think we all know this, but I am not a doctor and I'm not here to give you medical advice. I am only speaking from my personal experience and the research that I have done. So don't take my advice. Get the advice of an actual doctor, okay? Okay. So I have just been feeling depressed for the last couple months and it's not an everyday thing, but I've just kind of felt like shit, to be honest. And so I... I honestly thought about medication. That was how hopeless I was feeling, was just like this cloud was over me. And when was I ever going to feel better? And I just felt sad and awful. And I started doing some research and I came across this article and I had actually heard it recently from someone else. And so I looked into it 
And it talks about how in studies, legitimate studies that they have done, they, I don't know, Stanford, have done, look it up yourself, honestly, it's very interesting. People who got physical exercise were the the effects were just as it was just as effective as those that took medication and that is wild to me and so if i can exercise and have the same benefits of taking a medication i'm definitely going to try to exercise first like i said this is not for everyone i'm not recommending that everybody does this and if you're on medication now i'm not recommending that you stop and exercise but there are so many powerful, powerful, positive effects of exercise that has nothing to do with weight loss. And so for me, I have been forcing myself to get up and get moving, get outside, get sunshine. And it has made me feel better. Um, I'm doing my own kind of study at this point and just tracking myself and my mood and how I'm feeling. But I will say that getting up and out has definitely helped me feel better. And I heard somebody speaking recently and they were they were talking about this, how sometimes we get in this rut where we're, we, you know, work all day, we come home, we're tired, we don't want to work out. And we think, when I feel better, I'll work out. But how in fact that's wrong. Because you need to do the activity and then the emotion changes versus waiting for the emotion to change before we do the activity. Does that make sense? So basically he was saying, if you don't feel like it, too bad, do it anyway. <laughs> and I know that's kind of tough love because for me, I know how I have felt the last couple months, but I also know how I felt when I pushed myself and I made myself get up and move my body and how much better I felt. So I am making that a priority and I am starting now. I've started the last couple days. I've been posting on Instagram. I apologize if you're sick of seeing me out and about going for walks, but that is like my therapy. That is what makes me feel better. And once I do it, I, I truly feel better. So if you guys are struggling too, I just really encourage you to make activity a priority. And look it, I get it. Things are hard. Life is hard. We all have responsibilities. We all have people that depend on us. We all have bills to pay, things to take care of. So look it, I totally understand. All I am saying is, try to squeeze in some exercise, some physical activity. It doesn't have to be a freaking CrossFit workout. It can be going for a walk, going for a jog. I, I, it truly does help. And I need to remind myself of this. As I'm saying it, it is reaffirming to me how important it is and that I need to be doing it. So I want you guys to hold me accountable and I am happy to hold you accountable. If it's something that you're interested in or you need an accountability buddy, reach out, message me. I'm always happy to help. And I just know that for myself, it is, it is working. I know I'm feeling better. As time is going on, things are falling into place and that cloud is starting to lift. So, you know, I, I am so excited for the holidays. I get to spend it with my family 
and the new year. I love a new year. It's just like I love a Monday. I love a new month. I love a fresh start, a clean slate. I cannot wait for 2022. I am ready to leave 2021 in the dust. I don't know about you, but I didn't think it could get much worse than 2020. But let me tell you, 2021 had plenty of challenges for me. So I am so excited for 2022 and I'm ready to go. One more note about exercise. The experts say that you should try to do it at the same time every day. That doesn't always work for me, but I can try. They say that if you work out at the same time every day, it's part of your routine um, and it's it's more of a habit that you work in if you do it at the same time every day because um, it's already scheduled in for you. So let's try it. Are we ready? Are we going to be able to make it through? I think yes. I would just like to thank you again for tuning in, for being here. I am super excited for the new year. I have an expert lineup of guests that I'm so excited to share with you guys. And I'm ready to learn and grow and get better in the next year. So thank you for being here. I have another episode lined up for next week that is going to be about vision boards and how I do a vision board every year, what I do, how I do it, what I put on it, what kind of goals I have. And so I'm excited to share that with you. Again, thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next week.